Welcome to Mama Talk Talks, A Different Take, a podcast where everyday people around the globe share a different take on everyday issues. I'm your host, Abi Mambo, and I'm pleased you're joining us today. Welcome. Hi, Nelly. Hi, Abi. Welcome to Mama Talk Talks, Techies Chronicles. I am so thrilled you're here. And I know I always say that. I know I always say that. <laughs> We're vibing and everybody will find out why I'm so excited to have you on the show. So <laughs> today, we're taking it a little bit in a different direction. And I know that people might be wondering what Status Chronicles is, and I described it in the previous episode, uh, but I'll go ahead and talk about it a little bit more. We've been having some great conversations on a different take, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to go a little bit deeper. And so... Some of the topics we've talked about in the past, we've talked about it in an external facing way. So with the Staircase Chronicles, my goal is really for us to go a little bit inside, (laughs) right? And and talk about some things at a deeper level that we wouldn't perhaps talk about um, in in, in everyday life. So I have Nelly on today, and she'll introduce herself in just a bit. But I have her on today, and we'll be talking about love and beauty. (laughs) the love doctor no i'm not no. <laughs> i'm not even the general at the love doctor's office so no <laughs> I'm really who knows thing or two about that so nelly welcome to the show oh my goodness well thank you so much for having me i am super excited and yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know, i mean like I've, I've watched your sh- I've watched some of your shows here and you are amazing and I'm not just saying this because you're my sister-in-law I think you are an amazing person and it's just so refreshing and what you're doing is just phenomenal so I'm really super excited to be here um like I mentioned I'm a sister-in-law my husband has been here I bet he talked you guys ears off okay <laughs> <laughs> And um, I am a mother of four. Ooh. Um, yes, I'm claiming my, um, my daughter by marriage. Love her to death. So I'm a mother of four. And yes, I also work full time. And well, let me just say I'm loving it. So I'm super excited to be here. And I just want to share some of my thoughts with my beautiful sister-in-law, and of course, with her audience. First of all, <laughs> amazing. Oh, I've got the whole. You. So, so let me just make a confession real quick. Mm-hmm. I came on to get on this episode today, and I was doing my whole natural growth, and I was good with it. And <laughs> I sat down, I took a look at Nelly, I'm like, your red is popping. I'm going to go back upstairs and put a little red. It may not pop like yours, but you know, what, what, you're not gonna you're not gonna take a spot away from me, right? Anyway, <laughs> you look amazing. And oh, thank right you. Back, right off the bat, you said something, mm-hmm. which is the reason why I wanted you to come on this show because I think your heart is as vast as the Sahara, right? <laughs> you said I'm a mother of four, and they talked about your daughter by marriage. That to me, that that is that is quality person talk Aww. right seriously because modern i mean we talk, we talk about blended families as a modern day family but not everybody takes it in the way that you do so 
we're, we're going to be getting into all of that today, Benelli. I'm so, so excited to, to have you on the show. And um, I know it's late your time in, in Chai Town, but, you know, you, 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 you come out of families. I mean, so, so, so just to give everybody context, mm-hmm. I've got four nieces, mm-hmm. right? I can have total of five nieces, but from you, you and Harry, it's four nieces, four. all yes. girls in your house. So there, you know, in, in your family unit, there are five, there are five, five queens, including you. Mm-hmm. And then Harry, Harry still likes to think that he is the king, but he's kind of not, but let's not tell him. Let's not tell him. We're not, we're not telling him, no. We're not telling him. So, so Nelly, today we're going to be talking about love and beauty. Okay. And so I want to start with love. Mm-hmm. Because when I visited you, I think in 2015, it might have been, no, in the spring of 2016, you, you and Harry had been married, but I take great pride in actually going to spend quality time with, with my siblings and the families. Yeah. And in this particular case, I hadn't um, visited you guys yet. You and I hadn't had a chance to build a rapport. I just kind of knew you, knew you. Mm-hmm. But then I came to Oklahoma, I brought Bailey with me, and Harry was not even in town. And when yeah. I said, I'm coming, oh, I'm not in town, but Nelly's gonna be there. I'm like, but, 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 he's like, but, but, but nothing. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I came and we had just a wonderful time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But of everything that I remember from that visit, the one thing that really stood out to me more than anything else was the conversation we had about you and Harry and your unit and mm-hmm. how you view marriage and love. And so I, I just want to first of all just ask you, why did you choose this particular part? Let me say, um, to be honest with you, when I first, my very first meeting with Harry, it was, it was kind of unusual. We met at work and um, he was introduced to me by another Cameroonian sister that I worked with, you know, so she just said, oh, by the way, this is meet Harry, you know, uh, he's from Maryland. He just started working here so i i was like well hi uh nice to meet you and then he reached out and he you know he reached out his hand and then he said name's harry harry fawn and i looked up at him and i was like what like james bond like harry fawn james bond and he had this look on his face like he wasn't expecting that he smiled and i smiled but i was like by the way are you from mancon and he's like yeah i was like so what is it with this English what, what's <laughs> happening here and you know so that's 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 our, that was our very first encounter and you know we just kind of connected I would say and it was it was I wouldn't say it was love at first sight or anything like that no it was just basically I, I liked him mm-hmm. I liked his personality I thought he was funny I thought he was um, kind of arrogant in his own way but you know, he met well. He's he's one of those people. If you if you don't know him, you would see him as arrogant and yeah. yeah but he is he's a sweetheart. And I kind of I kind of for some reason I saw through that facade and I saw that he was really a darling. And we just connected, and I thought he was funny, so we we just became really good friends. You know, and then um, I don't know, maybe maybe at some point I might have led on because i'm one of those people i just believe 
I don't, I don't think that, you know, if you see somebody that you like them because you're a woman, you should wait for them to approach wait, them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you can even, there is a way that you can make a man understand that, Hey, if you ask me out, I will say yes, without being, how can I put it too forward about it? You know, uh-huh. you're still a lady and you're keeping that whole aspect about it. But, but you know, you're letting them know that, Hey, I like you too. And if you want to ask me out, yeah, I see it. <laughs> exactly. I see you. And if you ask me out, I will say yes. You know, so maybe I, I did put out that vibe, you know, but then he, he, in his own very sweet way, told me that he had a girlfriend. Ooh. So I said, oh, okay. Um, sure. I was like, you guys are serious? And he said, he said, yeah, yeah, we, we're serious. I was like, oh, okay. And for me, that was it. You know? so, wait, wait. You actually asked him to be serious? Yeah, I did. You, you have to know. Men, men, of, men, I don't know. I don't want to say that, you know, I guess when you're in a relationship, I guess you know. For, for me, this, this is how I view a relationship. We are in this thing together right i don't see any reason why i should be lying to you or you should be lying to me right mm-hmm. if 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 i'm in a relation i just have i just have this i've always just had this thing if i'm in a relationship with you and i know for a fact that it's not going anywhere i will tell you i don't okay. feel i don't i don't have to drag and you know pull and just pretend there's no yep. need for me to waste your time and waste my time yep so yeah so I just, I, and I just feel like other people should have that kind of openness about it. So I asked him, I was like, so he said he had a girlfriend. I said, oh, you guys are serious? And he goes, yeah. And, and that was, that was good enough for me. Cause if you are not serious, then there's no reason for you to, you know, no reason to lie. So he said, the reason why I asked you that is because I don't, I don't even think I've ever asked anybody the question, mm-hmm. but I think if I asked them, they said, yes, for me, like that's enough. Okay deuces because if you say if you say no we're not serious I, i'm not sure that i would know where to go next from there <laughs> right but it really is it's like they say no we're not serious i might say don't want to use some doing with her but knowing me i probably won't say that i'll just be like oh okay now i'm looking kind of funny like why are you with someone that you're not serious with why are you calling them your girlfriend but honestly i probably won't get, i wouldn't even get past that I would would ask him that. I would be like, if I say, are you, so you guys are serious? And he goes, no, we're not. I was like, so why are you wasting her time? Because trust me, I'm actually looking out for the, I'll be like, so if you're not serious, then why are you wasting her time? Okay. Like, Uh does she know that you're not serious? Does she know that this is where it ends? Because if you're not serious, and I'm saying this because I come from a place where I, I, I had been in a relationship where I thought it wasn't something, it, was, it wasn't, let, let me, I, I, I shouldn't say I had like a definite plan in mind, like this is where this relationship had to end. I've never, mm-hmm. I don't really have that. You know, we're in this thing together. We have mutual respect for each other. We're going somewhere and let's see where it takes us, you know. So I was in this relationship uh, for over three years and, you know, and I had always told him, like every time I would sense that something wasn't quite right, I would always ask. I would say, is everything okay? Yep. Do you still want this? You know, because if you don't, that is fine. 
this thing is not set in stone. If you don't want this, that's fine. Just let me know and we're going to go our separate ways. And yep. he never did. He always yep. said everything yeah. was fine. And I have that respect for somebody. And some people will call it, will say I was naive and maybe stupid and stuff like that. But I just did not see any reason why you had to lie to me because I wasn't lying. So I would always ask, are you sure? Is there something that's going on? Because if you are tired of this thing, or if there's something else that's going on, just let me know. No. Because yeah. I'm in this with you. But you know, hey, long story. So that's it for me. Like, I'll, I, I always, so I asked him, you know, are you guys serious? And if he had said no, uh, we are not serious, then I'll say, does she know that you guys are not serious? Because after that experience that I had had, that has, that has always been my thing. Like, I hate it yeah. if... You know, yeah. I don't care if it's a boy or a girl or the guy or the girl that is doing it, but if you are not yeah. in this thing, just, just let them know. Yeah. 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 So fast forward then, mm-hmm. at some point he's available, you're available, whatever the word we're using these days for these things. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you get together. But you talked about having, you know, your daughter from, you're dated by marriage. So you're walking yeah. into a situation where you, you've met this man, you know how you feel about him, and you guys are talking about the relationship, and, and then there's, there's a daughter involved. From the very beginning, you, you must have known he had a daughter, and, 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 and of course, by extension, her mom. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts, like just coming in knowing that, okay, if I end up with this man, it's the whole package. Right, the whole thing. How do you how do you engage that? Um, for me, I guess in this case, um, the daughter, she is she's super sweet, and I'm not. I don't. I don't think I'm actually looking at like the mother, like the other woman per se, like like a threat or anything. Um. If I'm in a relationship with a guy, I trust him to shield me from certain things. Mm. So Mm -hmm. she should not be a problem to me because you are supposed to make sure that does not happen. Right? Yeah. I have a relation. I have a relationship of mutual respect with her. I respect her and she's raising a wonderful daughter and that's, I don't have anything personal with her. I don't know her from Adams. Like I don't have any conflict whatsoever with her and I choose for it to stay that way. Right. So I don't want to be caught up in your drama. If there is any, you should shield me. Cause I, I I am, I'm a firm believer that, um, how I, how I treat you, how can I put this? When I'm out there, I'm, I'm basically, I'm an extension of you right like how i carry myself or how or how you carry yourself it's how people will 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 treat me and by extension treat you right so Mm. i so Mm. i was like yeah so so that was it for me i just felt like you know you need to protect me from all of that so if you're having issues with her you got to find a way to 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 fix that problem because at the end of the day you guys have a daughter that you have to raise and conflict is there's, there's no there's no place for it as far as a child is concerned. So keep keep me happy by fixing your relationship with her. Like have a 
have a, a relationship of mutual respect, you know, come to an understanding. There's always going to be disagreement, no doubt, but can we keep it stable? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so amazing what you said. And I, I, I'm taking mental notes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to repeat it for those in the audience who did not catch it. <laughs> you said in that situation, your expectation is he will shield you mm-hmm. from whatever drama, if there is drama. Because sometimes there isn't drama. Sometimes there is a drama, yeah. You expect him, when you're with a man who has a child or children with somebody else, your expectation is he needs to shield you from all of that because it wasn't part of your making you've come into a situation mm-hmm. and you, you with eyes wide open you're accepting that this is this is the man i want to be with and he this is his whole package and i accept it but there's a part of it where you need to shield me i, I really love that and it goes both ways yeah you know men who who marry women or they you know, who already have children with other people the expectation that there isn't an overreaching, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not you reaching out to the other woman to fix things or spoil things or fight yeah. or whatever is going on, or the man reaching out to the man to create. When there's drama, the people who were in that relationship, that context, need to sort it out. And I really love that you state that because sometimes I think people find themselves in these situations and they're not really sure what to do because you, know, you could be very well-meaning and want to reach out to her, mm-hmm. but is it your place? Who knows? So exactly. I just like, I like the way you approach, which is and setting out the expectation very often with your partner to say, "Boo, you're gonna have to handle this. <laughs> Keep speaking wisdom, Mama. Keep speaking wisdom. <laughs> I'll try." <laughs> so, so then, so then, so so, so you you have you come in. You you have a daughter already. Mm-hmm. Not not a natural daughter. We have a daughter already. How, how do you start to settle into the relationship in, in, in that context? Because already, one of the things, I, I have a friend who, who, who always says to me, I'll never date a man who, who has a child for the simple reason that I will never be the number one priority. And it's just as well, right? That his child will always come first and I expect that to be the case because if I have a child, my child comes first. So she always says that. And I, and I see the rationale in what she's saying. What was your, your take on it? I mean, that I'm going to compete with a child? Definitely not. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, don't, I just don't see myself coming in between, like coming between his love for his daughter. Like it's, the but, love that he has it, for his daughter is special for her, you know. And different. And, and different. Exactly. Like, like right now, okay, so now I have biologically, I have three kids with him. I have three, three, three lovely daughters with him. The love that he has for them is different as well. He has them at a spot where I can never reach. Yeah. Right? But yep. that's their love. Like he has me at a spot where they can never reach. It's always so funny because sometimes he's like, move away, that's my wife's spot. And we just laugh about it, right? Yeah. And, and it's, it's just, there's, there's no competition. It's just, it's just love. There's no, there's no competition. He loves his daughter and 
I ex I expect him to love his daughter and to treat her the the way I want him to treat the daughters that I have with him. I mean, like it's there's it's just no competition at all. Like it was it, I never saw that like like a threat. Like my position was threatened because he loved his or because he had a daughter, and I felt like I was never gonna be first. I never wanted to be first in that aspect, anyways, to begin with. I wanted to be first somewhere else. else. You know? Yeah. So, so your worldview of this is similar to mine, which is two lanes, mm -hmm. two separate lanes. Yeah. That have, they have, you know, you think about a highway, right? Two lanes side by side, are connected by the, by the white line between. Yeah. They're traveling side by side, but they don't merge. They don't. It. However, let me challenge that because mm -hmm. It's good and fine to say, if you can't measure love, love is kind of amorphous. It's not, you have, it doesn't have shape, right? Yeah. So let, let, let's concretize it. When it comes to time and to resources, then I think that's where I really understand what she's talking about. Because the mm -hmm. question that comes, there's 24 hours in a day. Yeah. The way that we've got time now, time is finite. If you had, if you were graduating today, and his daughter was graduating today. For whatever reason, you guys just absolutely could not change the date. He would have to make a choice mm -hmm. about where to be, right? But just, just your thought on that. Mm. Um, I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> I guess that's when you, you said boundaries, I would say. I mean, it's a... a a child is graduating and you are graduating and maybe it's just my personality. <laughs> it's probably just my personality, but I have like, okay, say I'll, I'll take this. I don't know if it will even make sense, but, um, just to prove that, you know, there are just certain things that you just really don't want to get into a fight with. It's, it's not, at the end of the day, it's not worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not worth it. So it's not an emergency. Nobody's going to die. It's a joyous moment. I'll probably be like, uh, you coming to my graduation? No, I'm going to my daughter's graduation. Okay. So if the daughter, you know, maybe the daughter is not in his life all the time. Right? Like maybe she is leaving with her mom and she's graduating. That's a big event for her. And those yeah. are some those are those are things that he probably will will miss. Yes. You know, or have or he has already missed some of them. Yes. So do I expect him to forego that one because I'm graduating as well? No. Because mm -hmm. you see, I also want him to be happy. Yes. You no. Know? And I, I I already I'm already Maybe I'm already, maybe I'm giving him credit, but I'm already thinking that he has already fought this battle in his own mind and in his own heart. Oh and he's like, yeah. I know this is probably going to break my wife's heart, but I got to go to my daughter's thing because, you know, it doesn't happen often. I don't know when the next one's ever going to be. And I really just want to be there for her. By all means, be there. You got my blessing. Go be with your daughter. And then when you come back, we'll celebrate mine. Yep. That is my personality. That's how yeah. I will look at it, right? But if it's 
if it, but like I said, it's something that you would have to set boundaries for because there's certain things that it's not going to be one of those things where at a drop of a hat, say uh, the mom is like, hey, you need to come do this. And then he's like, okay, I got to go. No, you don't got to go. You know, <laughs> at this, at this, this time, it's not about the child. You see yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. It's not about the child. It's about the mom. Right. I'll be like, no. Uh, boundaries. You, you can you can bring her here and stuff like that. So I'm gonna throw you a quick word and then we can move on to something else because mm -hmm. I think I, I I know you're coming from on this. You've been working towards this degree for a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. You finally get it. You're super excited. It's your graduation and it's her birthday party. Now she's gonna have birthdays every year. Every year. What do you do? Oh no, that one is different. <laughs> He's, he, he's telling he's going to the birthday party. Okay. What See, do you do? That, that one is different because then that's why if uh, I think if you have a, a mutual understanding with your husband or with your partner, it's not even going to come to a fight. Right? Just no, like, but, but it's not so much a fight. I'm just saying in that case, because we're talking mm -hmm. about resources, right? In that case, what do you do? Because... You, 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 talk, you talk very clearly about the lanes, mm -hmm. right? And I agree with you, there are two lanes, but there aren't two Tuesdays in the same week. There aren't two Saturdays in the same That's week. That's true. So that when it comes That's to true. that, it comes to finite resources, someone mm -hmm. has to be prioritized, right? Exactly. And how, and, how, and how do you kind of navigate and engage that, right? That, that's... See, like, like you rightly said, it's a birthday and it comes every year, right? Mm -hmm. So he can forego that one birthday mm -hmm. and help me celebrate this, this achievement of mine, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I think at that, yeah, definitely that one, I don't, I don't know. I'm hoping that doesn't come to a point where it's like, we have to, like, I have to really drill it into your head that you should pick me. <laughs> he should just know it's his yeah. birthday and it's gonna come every year so uh, just spend this one moment with me and hey just just watch me walk you know and 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 and, and, and take and take this badge of mine and and see me beam and be happy and glow because i am finally achieving the thing that i've worked so hard for and then we can go to your child's birthday party yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So at that, at that time, yeah, I'm hoping that he picks me. And I would, yeah. I would be a little bit ticked off if he doesn't. And but I don't see, think it's, yeah. I, I, love, I, I, love, I love that and, and the ownership of that because you said, I hope that he picks me. Mm -hmm. But the reality of this, if you were with the man who had a child, it's not even a discussion. There's nothing to talk about. <laughs> you don't have to be picked. You are the default. Right, you're the default. They're not too late. There's one lane, and that's hey. It. But you know what? There might be a case where there is no child, but then they are friends that he has to be with. Girl. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Or there's already. a game that he has already. to go to, or there is something. So there is always something. You're just hoping that you're with that one person that picks you. Yeah. See, yeah. I, mean, I give you. I give you. Sorry, you know. I gave you seriously. What's the what's the toughest example, right? Because mm -hmm. the game, you say, "What do you mean you can record that nonsense?" You come back and work it on But what do you mean? 
and it's your friend tell, tell someone that you will catch him later what are you talking about right but when we're talking about this kind of situations, it's a little bit it's a little bit different because we're talking about real deep heart issues yeah. right mm-hmm. so, so for you then it's been you, you you've, you've come into, into into that and and i i see how you guys work together and i, I want to say a little bit into this one of the things that i've watched about you and Harry over the years, and which is what I wanted you to talk about love and what it means to you is there's a cadence to how you all operate, right? Harry's very extroverted, flashy, just like the life of the party. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you, like, honestly, I'm still trying to learn whether that's who you are or <laughs> if you just let it flow with him, right? Because he'll start, you know, doing something and then you'll catch it, right? And then you guys will do it. And there's just this very natural kind of wave in which you both move, which I, I think is beautiful from where I'm sitting. How do you do that? Which is, how do you, how do you flow with your partner and still maintain your individuality? Because you're a very strong woman. You know what you want <laughs> and you're going to get it. And so... How are you? How are you able to do both, men? Because I've watched you, and I've quite figured it out. Huh? I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, um, here's here's my like truly. I know that people say this a lot, but he is truly my best friend, right? Like, even before we became a thing. You know, I saw him for who he was and his personality and his, like you said, his flashiness and everything. And I am, I'm not that, right? Like, I am happy to be in the background and observe. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an observer. But if you pull me in, then I would, my thing is, if this makes, if this movement makes you happy, then of course, let's do it and get you happy. And I don't mind. It doesn't make me unhappy. So, hey, let's, let's do it. So I guess it's coming from that that makes us kind of vibe that way. And it's so natural because he does it all the time. You know, like he he sees me and he sees my personality and and the kind of person that I am. And he tries, I, don't, I shouldn't say he tries. He, every now and then he pulls me out of my comfort zone. Like he does that quite a bit. He pulls me out of my comfort zone into his space. And I absolutely love it. So it's just something that just happened so natural. Like, I don't know. I like, it, it just happens from, from, like I said, from day one, he, I could truly say it wasn't, it wasn't love at first sight. It was like, and he was my best friend from like day one. Like he was, we just, we just kind of flowed together, different personalities and everything, but we just got, we just kind of connected and it's been yeah. that way ever since. So I really don't know how else to be as far as he's concerned. Like, <laughs> that's just it. Uh, that, that, that is so beautiful. How, how do you keep your individuality in the flow? In the flow? Hmm. Because like you said, the flow is his flow. It's his flow. His world. So how, yeah. do you, how do you maintain your nelliness in the Harry flow? Because I guess because I understand that being me is what got him to stay with, to be with me, right? So I cannot, I can never be him. 
I can never be anybody else but me. Mm-hmm. So I can meet you, you know, and we can, we can, we can gel. I have this friend. That's what she says. We can gel, you know, like you for a little bit, but I will always be me. Cause that's, that's, that's home for him. Right. Mm. That's what he loves coming home to. That's, 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 that's his space. That's his happy place. So it's, it's very easy for me to, to dive in and, you know, flow with him and then still be me. Cause that's really all that I know how to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's his, it's his safe place, me being me. So, mm. so yeah. So I, I just, for me having that in mind, I guess that's what makes me just kind of always return to that yeah. space. Yeah. Yeah. We had a conversation once about feminism. <laughs> And remember this. Good one, yes. And this whole idea of of you know, in the context of feminism, what a woman does or doesn't do. Mm-hmm. And I think your comment was something along the lines of if if women want to be in the kitchen cooking and, and cleaning all day. No, you said you have I, I forget exactly what you said. I don't think the comment is so up on Facebook, but it was something to the tune of some women like to be in the kitchen cooking every day, something like that. And what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. And you, you, you are not a woman who's in the kitchen every day cooking. You have a job and you cooking, take care of your girls and all of that. But how do you, in, in all the debate about, you know, roles and who does what at home, how, how do you have that conversation at home within the context of feminism? Because again, I've said, People can be fooled into thinking you're 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 a doormat, you're soft, <laughs> gentle way of talking. This, ha, ha, ha. But you're anything but, <laughs> right? I, mm-hmm. I I've experienced this. So how do you? What is your view on feminism in the context of marriage, and how do you view this whole this whole women are equal to men? I don't know, like. <clears throat> This is how I view the whole equality thing, right? I don't think any two people are equal. Mm-hmm. It, that's, just, that's just my take. And it's got nothing to do with the fact that you're a man or a woman, right? Uh, okay, take this for instance. We go into a job. We go in for a job interview. You go in first. It's the same position, right? The same position. You go in and they interview you and you talk with those people and you give them your answers and you have your personality and whatsoever. You, you know, you, you flow with them. And then it comes to negotiation of how much to pay you, how much you are worth. And then you tell them what you're worth, right? Yep. How much do you expect in this position? And you tell them. And then I come in and I go through the same process. And then they ask me the same question. How much are you worth? And I tell them, right? I just believe that's how everybody should be. I'm not equal to you. I am who I am. And it's, it's just that simple. Like when it comes to jobs, for instance, like this, those, this, this movement about uh, women should make the same amount as men. Why should I make the same amount as you if I can make more? Right. If I am more qualified than you are, pay me more. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm a woman, but because I am more qualified than he is. Right. Mm-hmm. 
it's gone. I don't think so. For me, feminism, it's I can understand if you're not gonna give me a job because you think I'm a woman and I cannot do it. That will make that will piss me off, right? That will piss me off, but. I don't think I'll be mad if I find out that this man is making more money than me. I'm not going to assume that it's because he's a man. I'm probably going to say, maybe I did not negotiate better like, like he did. And I will try to do that. And then I will go in there and I will elevate my worth. Now, if they tell me to my face that we mm-hmm. cannot do this for you because you're a woman, then now I have a problem. Right? But then the next- Say that right, Nelly. That's the trick. Is that nobody ever tells you really to your face that's because you're a woman, no, unless no, they want yeah, to nobody you. really ever does. My my thing is this. I just feel like, you know, women they they have a they have a point. I'm not gonna say feminism is is a, it's a terrible thing. I'm all for it. I'm all for women empowerment and women doing, you know, going out there and conquering and doing amazing things. I'm all for that. But I am still that person that. You know, I want a man to open up the door for me because I'm a woman, right? Mm. Open the door. Hold the door open for me. Get up and let me sit because I'm a woman. And it's got nothing. Some, though I heard this woman one time. She said, uh, don't do that for me because it means you think I'm weak because I'm a woman. No, do that for me because I'm a woman and I am special oh, and I deserve it. Exactly. I, like that. I, like I deserve that. it. I want you to get up and me sit because... I am special like that. You know, I, I, I think there are some women who get it and some women who are not quite sure exactly. What's yeah. up? I just, I always say some, sometimes I think that, like in, in any situation, there are always going to be extremists. Like, like I, you know, for that conversation that she said, I did say that, you know, if a woman wants to be in the kitchen cooking, if that makes her happy, by all means, let her do it. The days that I want to cook, trust me, I'll be in that kitchen and you would think I'm a slave because I will cook and cook and cook and cook. And then there'll be another time I'm like, nah, no, I don't feel like doing anything today. And, and it's okay. Right. Like at home, like, and you're right. People think, you know, that, um, I am docile and, you know, I am accepting of everything, but that is not true. I was raised by a strong woman and my father, he has always instilled in us that, you know what, you are strong and you have to go out there and do stuff. It was never a case of you're a woman. This is your place. Yeah. 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 It has never yeah. been that for me. I'm this by nature. I am just soft-spoken and I would rather not be in conflict with anybody or with any situation. But that yeah. doesn't mean I cannot hold my own if I have to. You will yeah. not bend me if I say you won't. It's it's just that simple. And I think I you know. Yeah, I I don't I I think there's just some extremists in that in that regards. I am all for women being powerful and strong and having their voice and having their rights and not being treated as you know second class people because they're women. But I also think that there's just some people that have taken it too far if it if it places you to you know stay at home and cook (laughs) and not not work by all means do it yeah 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 so so let let me take it back to love please what are what are some of the things that you think 
in this day and age, we're hearing about a lot of divorce. Post, I guess we're still, many of us, millions of us are still under lockdown. Um, but, but we already heard after China came out of lockdown that many couples were fighting for divorce. What do you think? And if you think about your journey, what do you think it is? They're not like that. So you have to understand, first of all, who you're married to. Like, Harry, he... <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm laughing because it sounds so basic, right? It sounds really yeah. like you know who you're married to. You're like, yeah, his name is. Da, 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 da. Yeah, you know who. You have to know who you're married to. You have to know who you're married to. Um, I, I, there was a time when I expected him to talk to me like I was talking to him. So I'll be like, you know, just going on and on and on, and then I'm expecting, you know, this flow of words like this is how I'm feeling. I'm burying my soul. Talk to me. And he's just looking at me like, when is this going to be over? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, seriously, you don't have anything to say. And he's just going on and on and on and on. But I came to realize that with him, it's, it's different. If he is mad, right. He becomes really, really quiet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he doesn't talk. So I wait right? I give him time to digest. (laughs) He hates it, but it works. I give him time to actually sit there and reflect what is making him angry. And I'll, but I always ask him, baby, are you okay? And he always goes, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I know he's not fine, but I go, okay. And then I am at that point, I'm at my best behavior. Do you want something to eat? Do you, you want, you want some lemon water? You know, you I like, just try to get him to, to exactly. <laughs> I just try to get him to loosen up, you know, and then I give him like a few hours and then I come and I sit next. I'm like, are you okay? Did I do something wrong? And then he goes, baby, that's when I know that he wants to talk. And then he will tell me exactly what it is that's bothering him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when I, I this is what this is what works for us now but before i did not know this about him right so i was expecting him to to have the same kind of um flow like i was so i'm i'm, I'm talking to him you know this is it and i'm pouring out my heart and i'm doing all this stuff and he doesn't know how to do it like that so yeah. he doesn't know how to approach me and how to respond and it makes me even angrier it doesn't mean that he doesn't understand where I'm coming from or he doesn't want to comfort me or make me understand or to make me feel better but he just doesn't know how because he cannot open up like that he doesn't know how to do that yeah so now also when I'm pissed I'll let him know I'll go babe can I say something and then he goes oh lord what and just just by him doing that, it already it makes it takes my anger from here to here. For some other person, it will escalate things. But for escalate. us, it's the reverse. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes, "Oh Lord, what?" And it it brings it down for me. So, like I said, you gotta know who you're married to, right. understand who you're married to, and then know how they communicate, and start from there. If you yeah. guys can communicate. I don't, there's, there's a lot of things that you guys will be able to overcome. And then another thing for me is respect. 
right? You gotta respect each yes. other. Yeah. You have to respect each other and like each other. Love will only carry you so far. I always say this and people laugh. There are days when love <laughs> will not take you the whole way. Because it's no, it's you like I don't even love you. Like, yeah, like, no. you have to like that person because I <laughs> I genuinely like him and I really like I like him, I respect him, and I, I vouch for him. Like I want him to be happy. So there are times when I just want to smack him, but then I just think about the fact that you know what? I really want you to be happy. So I'm just at this point, I don't love you, but I like you. So that's yeah, why I'm yeah. not gonna hit you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, so it's lucky that I like you. Exactly. Yes. You're so yeah. You're you're so you're so lucky that I like you because the things that I I don't want to hurt you right now, and that's because I like you. Yeah, love. It's easy. It's easy for people to. It's easy for people to love somebody that they don't know. When you know somebody and you know them and all their flaws and everything, it's that now that's a challenge. And I think this lockdown is actually exposing things that people did not know about their partners. And that's what's causing this conflict. If you just communicate, respect, and I don't know, take it one day at a time and we'll survive this. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I will survive. We will survive. Okay. She, yeah, she, she, she's still trying to do all that. Respect. Mm -hmm. Respect. You touched on respect. What does respect mean to you? And I want to take it back to the beginning mm -hmm. when you said something about when you're out there, I am an extension of you and you are an extension of me. So you're not just out there by yourself. Whatever you put out there is on both of us. Yeah. So talk to me about respect because when you said that, I was thinking about respect in that sense, right? But I could have completely misinterpreted what you were trying to say. So what is respect for you? Oh, what is respect to me? For me, respect is uh, actually just how can I put this? Understanding where somebody's coming from, right? Like understanding that we, we are different. Mm -hmm. um, we will disagree. We don't have to agree on, on everything, but But I, 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 how can I put it? I understand why, not even understand. Hmm, how can I put this? It's a hard one, isn't it? it is, it's a hard one, yeah. Because I, I think of respect partly as understanding where my boundaries are yeah. and respecting them. Respecting them as in not crossing them. Not crossing them. Telling reasons to do that. Mm -hmm. right respect is about knowing where i stand on some things and then just going with it as in if, if you know i don't like certain things don't be bringing it in my space if i don't want to wake up at six o'clock <laughs> don't be in my ear at 5 30 doing all kinds of things in my ear trying to wake me up that's being disrespectful right true if you know that i don't like being late and i get told this all the time because i tend to be late 
well then don't do it to me I, I, that's how i read respect right it's just mm-hmm. understanding these boundaries their likes and dislikes and going with that as much as you can because for me the moment you trespass my boundary the moment you over you overstep yeah that's for me this respect starts to come in the flow like i it's important for me for example courtesy courtesy yeah. is really important right oh my gosh yes yes so important mm-hmm. um and so th- that's how i view respect I don't, i don't know if it's the same for you yeah yeah you you put it you put it so well you know and exactly understanding that I don't like this or these are my boundaries or this are your boundaries and don't don't cross them. Yeah. And it it's even worse if you know and you still do it. Yep. And especially if you know and you do it because you know that I don't Exactly. Like it. Now that like just you're, you're trying to push my buttons. Yes. Yeah, that's asking for us to take it outside. <laughs> and please exactly. people, take it outside. It's a joke. I do not promote violence in any way, shape, or form. The lawyer in me has that disclaimer. This thing. It's just a matter of speaking. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, that is that is well said, AB. Yes. That is that is definitely how I view respect. Yeah. I just did not know how to put it, but you put it so well. For me, that is definitely respect. We're vibing. That's all that's happening. We're vibing. <laughs> So, so now in the time that we have I want, I want to talk about something that is I think sensitive. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're doing it on the staircase. Yeah. Because I think there are things uh, as women and, and men actually it's not a woman thing um that we find hard to talk about. Mm-hmm. And this particular one is on beauty. So one of the things we're just talking about your hair before mm-hmm. we got on and we got down a path then I want to take you back to that conversation because I said hold it let me bring it back in here mm-hmm. so so we call correctly what we're talking about was you were quite ready to start rocking your fro and I, and I have my you know <laughs> my coronavirus uh hair thing situation going on in there mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking about the fact that you started to lose your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have, you have a, a, a wig on now. That's where we're coming from. And there was something you said in there that made me say, hold on, let's talk about it here. Because I think this question of beauty and what beauty is or what beauty looks like is a really important one. Yeah. So let, let, let's just pick up from where we had left it off and what you were sure. saying about it. Well, okay. So, I mean, you know, they say uh beauty definitely is internal. It's how you feel, right? It's 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 a thing of confidence how you feel about yourself, but I think we all have certain things about ourselves that we like or that we love and we we kind of uh project from 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 there like for me for instance this this is so funny but but growing up <laughs> growing up people used to make fun of my teeth cuz they are short you know <laughs> yeah 
I didn't know there was a thing such as short teeth, but I something every day on this show. You know, okay. people have like this really long, like straight and everything. Am but I teeth not... short? No, it's not. <laughs> I hope they're so, clean. I just put them all up yeah. because clean. So growing up, people used to make fun of my teeth. And it was so hard for me to smile. I love to laugh by nature i love to laugh i love being happy i love to smile and because of that i would do this every time i smiled oh, right wow. yeah i would do this every time i smiled and i actually took that into my teenage years and way into like my early 20s like i would do this when i smiled and you no know, even when somebody would say oh you have a pretty smile when i would smile not knowing that somebody was watching i would immediately stop and cover up you know and and another thing they said i had big eyes so i really never looked at people like i would always look down because i did not want them to see my big eyes and i did not want them to see my smile and when somebody would say oh your eyes are so big and even when they were saying that from a place of compliment i did not i immediately went back to the place where i felt so bad because people made fun of me because of this attribute i actually had to tell myself you know like I, I actually had to sit there and reflect and say, you cannot just be, and then there is nothing about you that you like. Like, look at yourself and what is it about you? There's got to be something that you like. What is it? My smile, the dimple. And then I said, well, nobody can see it if you cover it, right? Yeah. If you're doing this, even though your teeth are short, or oh, they've told you that your teeth are short. Nobody, everybody's missing that dimple that you really like, right? So I had to convince myself to smile so they would see my dimple. And from then I started liking my own smile. And right now I don't care if you think my teeth are short, I can't help but smile. So that's all you see. And my eyes, believe it or not, the eyes that I used to try to, you know, hold my head down so nobody would see them. They are one of my favorite attributes. Love my eyes. As big as they are. <laughs> wow. Awesome. And for me, that is beauty. You have to, you will have to see it in yourself for others to see it too, right? <laughs> so right yeah. now, because I am so much in love with my eyes and my smile, I am just smiling all the time. And then, guess what? That's what my husband saw in love. So I do it even more. <laughs> well, that, 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 that's amazing. The things I realize the things we tell children. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. Exactly. That was just from people just saying, get out of here with your frog eyes and get out of here with your big eyes and, you know, get out of here with your short teeth. They used to say your teeth are like dub rice. You know the rice in Cameroon? Yeah. 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 You know, and stuff like that. And I yeah, just carry so yeah. yeah. Well, I just, I, children, I carry that with me, you know. I carry that with me. And, and then, but right now I'm at a place where I am so comfortable with myself and everything. Like my hair, like we're talking about my hair. I mean, I rocked my hair. Like I used to have beautiful, beautiful, thick, thick, thick hair. And then all of a sudden I started, you know, 
bald spots just popping in here and there. You know, I, I took care of them and then, but they would come back and now it's just scattered all over. And this was just, this was, this just came around a time where, you know, the melanin popping and African hair and everything was just, I was like, oh my God, this is my time to shine with my hair and bam, I cannot rock my own hair because it's almost non-existent, right? Now that crushed me. I felt so bad. And my husband, bless his heart, he, (laughs) he has been so supportive and he goes, okay, have you tried this? Do you want to try this? Okay, just leave it alone and let's see what happens, you know. <clears throat> so he's doing all this stuff and trying to support me. And then one day he went to work and I was sitting there just looking at my hair because I had tried everything and nothing was working. I looked at my hair and I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I shaved it off. All of it. Oh clean i think there's a picture on facebook (laughs) like everything like i everything i brought it down you know and then i looked at myself and i went well that's it and i felt good and he came back from work and he walked in and he looked at me he goes huh it's a new look and i went yeah it's like i like it and it wasn't even the fact that he said i liked it i love the fact that he he liked it you know but it was the fact that it did not bother me. I went shopping like that. I yeah. threw on the red lipstick, big hoop earrings, and I went out. Like beauty is a thing of confidence, how you feel. I have put on weight, you know, over the years and everything. But it's how you feel, you know. Yeah. How yeah. you carry yourself. Do I want to lose some pounds? Yes, I do. Am I trying to lose some pounds? Yes, I am. But it doesn't mean that I don't feel like I'm beautiful the way I am right now. Yeah. Like, till I get to where I am, I will be rocking it till I get there. Yeah. Right? And I will not hide. Yeah. I will not hide in the shadows till yeah. I get there. So, like, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, like I said, I will rock it you know in this state to like get to where i want to be it's it's, it's it's just a journey so yeah beauty i think is, is how you feel and how you how you see yourself not really how other people see you you yeah and i i, I want everyone listening especially young boys and girls and i say young boys and girls all well into your teenage years and into your early 20s because people will get in your head you know we're talking about weight right for as long as you've been in the family, who have been talking about, I'm too skinny. That's not how a woman looks. You know, put some pounds, eat some food. And you know, I, first of all, there's, there's a story behind how and why I lost weight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not something that when people are shooting off their mouths, they know or care about. But anyway, for, I went from a size six to a two. In the span of a few months in 2007, when my then boyfriend was deployed in Afghanistan, right, and had mm-hmm. that surge, and he was just kind of sitting there every day, you don't know whether he's dead, he's alive. The stress of it, the toll of that thing, yeah, right. I think people people don't understand. So I, I was fasting at the time. I was very, very, very religious, right. So I was I was doing a Lenten fast. And I thought I would bounce back from this. I didn't. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. And then the third, you know, he was supposed to be back in August. 
it was the bush surge who pushed it out in November. And then it was just more, and it was a slew of things that happened after that that I'm not going to get into right now. But my, I've just, I've just never regained that size six body. I just never have. And who, who knew me then, 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 when I was size eight, even now it's me like you're so petite. Namanika, you didn't make. Are you, are you, are you trying to be a model? Like those kinds of things. And I always say, you know, be careful what you throw out at people, right? Because <laughs> you don't know what the story behind their stuff is mm -hmm. and i remember trying to gain weight like because it was a lot of talk right a lot of talk so i think between 2007 especially when the wedding was in 2008 right that year it was like everybody was throwing at me how the, what that meal they used to call um that they give ensure ensure yeah oh my word <laughs> and so what did i not try and i'm not a big eater at all right so it was like oh you have to get weight you have it went on like this for years. When I got pregnant with my son, then I gained pregnancy weight, but I was mm -hmm. never size four, right? In pregnancy dresses. Mm -hmm. And when, when, when I had him, I went right back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hung on to my closet for three or four years. Cause I was like, well, why, why should I buy different things when I'm just gonna like, I'll pop back. I really did think I'll come back, right? Yeah. <laughs> 2007 is 2020 now. <laughs> I and so there came a pivotal point where I had to say, hold on. And you know, when you talk, when I, when I have this conversation, right, there's mm -hmm. no sympathy for it. Because most people are trying to lose weight, not gain. Yeah. So when you say you're trying to gain, it's like, it's like you have Yeah, it's almost problem. like you're trying to mock them. Yeah. Yes. And I've had instances where somebody problem. was like, I'm trying to gain whenever it's like, what do you mean? What does that even mean? And I'm like, what? Exactly. What do you mean? What does that mean? I'm trying to lose weight. It means I'm trying to lose weight. They're trying to gain. They just want exactly. to gain. People, yeah, just. <laughs> but you know the realization I came to Nelly was, there was a time when I thought I was too skinny and I wanted to gain weight. When I got to that point, I was gaining weight for other people. And then yeah. I realized, hold on. People always find the super small things, right? Because nobody's buying them. I'm like, hey, there are perks to being super skinny. True. Look, it, I know in our community it's not something that's celebrated. I understand that. I mean, not being African wants something because I'm so skinny. But then I realized when I got comfortable with being in this body, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, rock it. This is, this, is, this is good. And then I really started to enjoy it, right? I started yeah. to enjoy it. Even, even my style of clothes changed because I realized that certain, there's certain things I can, I can pull off being skinny. Skin. Exactly. But, but it took me a while to get there, right? Because I was supposed to look a certain way as an African woman who was married and had a mm -hmm. child. Like, I, I didn't look like a mother, right? I used to yeah. get told, people won't take you seriously because you're so petite and you're so this and that and the other. I'm like, look at me now. Oh, look at me now. Yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> but these things stay in your head. It, it stays does. in your head. Yes. Yeah. It does. I mean, I've never really ever been like a size six. Never. I've always been. I think my 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 lowest is has been size eight, right? And 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 that's 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 always been the case ever since I was growing up. So I've never really been like super skinny. But yeah, I have gained more weight than I used to be. So that's that's okay too. So I'm trying to you know to get back to where I was. 
And you're right. What I used to do is I, I would try to hide my body either by wearing baggy things, right, to hide it, or wearing really tight things to kind of Bring suck it all in. in. <laughs> to kind yeah. of suck it all in. And I wouldn't buy my own size. And then another thing is looking at those labels and going, you know what, gosh, that is a size 16. I'm going to say, no, no. If I wear you and you are a size 24 and you fit the way I want you to, I'll buy it. Those numbers that, don't bother me anymore. Yeah. That, they yeah, used to drive me crazy. I'll pick up and I'm like, oh my God, is that a size 12? How did I get here? Is that a size 14? How did I get here? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I don't care if it's a size 12, a size 2, a size 6. If it fits how I want it to fit, you're coming home with me. Wait, you know, there was a time when a few years ago, a lot of designers in America were making dress sizes smaller because they figured a lot of women were having this issue. You look at the label and you go size 18. No, 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 no. I, can, I cannot possibly. Yeah, I'm not a size 18. No, I'm a size 12. I'm a size 10. Yeah. So they, <laughs> so, so they started reducing dress sizes. You know, the effect it had. People like me then became a size double or triple zero. I'm like, have I disappeared? What do you mean? What is a size zero anyway? Like, uh, you know what I mean? wondered about that. What size is a size zero? What is a size zero? <laughs> Like a, like, a, like, a, like a mindless person? I don't understand. So that's the effect it high, right? Because you, can't, you cannot bring down the high numbers without knocking mm-hmm. the low numbers even lower. So yeah. then it was like, wait, so when I check my label, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> it's a whole human person here. I know, yeah. And then, and then I think it was Harry or somebody who used to joke with me. Um, of her, like, I'm not sure who, who is to say, maybe she just dress it by, by shopping the kids' aisle. Thank like, you. Really? Thank you. Um, <laughs> but these body, these body things matter. And, and, and the last thing I want to say about it is we're talking about lipstick. Oh. And, and I was saying to you that I had to go, you know, I had come down, feeling myself, ready to go lip gloss and I, I came down I saw your, your lipstick popping I was like one minute I'm gonna run upstairs and do a little double 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 so that we can we, we can you know do the black dress and the red lipstick and you said something to me mm-hmm. what did you say? oh I said um I always thought that you know red lipstick on dark skin was not the way to go but it's actually the best like dark skin, red lipstick, bam. Can't go wrong with that. It just, yeah. it makes everything shine. Like normally I would, I always wanted to go with like, I'll just do like a, like gloss and, but oh no, right now, Mac Ruby I don't know. There might be other red lipsticks out there that are also popping, but that's my to go place. Ruby Woo. Oh my goodness. Love it. Like, it just it just makes you feel like you can conquer the world. Like Yeah. Your shoulders suddenly feel like Yeah, you just yeah. wanna do this. <laughs> I know. So you just, I mean you just you just you just feel like you're on top of the world. There's just yeah. something about a good lipstick on a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't no. Marilyn Monroe that said, uh, if her house is on fire, they asked her and said, if your house is on fire, what was the thing that you were going to run away? She said, uh, her lipstick. 
She could she could wear lipstick though. I mean, yeah. she could she could wear the darn thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she yeah, really she was with the lipstick. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, and another thing, another funny story. I, I had a, I had a patient, and um, I went in one time and I was doing her assessment, and she was telling me that she was having chest pain. You know, so I'm doing her assessment. She's telling me I'm having this chest pain, and it's radiating down my. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, we gotta send you out. So I'm, you know, getting everything ready, and. <laughs> So she's ready and everything, and the you know uh, the the emergency crew is right outside, right out the door, and they're about to come in, and she's she's pushing me aside, and she's trying to grab something from her dresser, and I'm like, what do you want? She wanted her lipstick, <laughs> and I'm like, if you're, if you're gonna go out, you're gonna go out on a high note, okay? I'm like what? You don't need your lipstick right now, and she's like, yes, I do. Yes, Are there firefighters out there? And I'm like, yes. She goes, then I need my lipstick, and. I love it. I love it. And I was like, by all means, here you go. And she popped it and guess what color it was? Red. Red. (laughs) Yeah. There's something there's something about red lipstick. There is something about it, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nelly, this has been fantastic. Um I I I just like your energy is so great (laughs) and I, I wanted to share on this topic with you because, you know, the, the, like I said, there are things that you've, you've brought into my life and to my way of thinking about, you know, how you get the things that you want, how you kind of settle into your own skin. Because it's not always an easy journey, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you just do it in a way that's just very unique to you. You rock and roll, you do things at your own pace. And I think, to be honest, the, the biggest takeaway from me for me from you is that whole cadence and that whole flow and then knowing the person that you're with, yeah. right? Not like his or her name, but like mm-hmm. the right? person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when are we going to then do this whole, uh, you have the lipstick popping and we need, to, we need to get like a, like a cosmetics line going something. Because I know, always- oh my gosh, speaking of having a line of something going, you have got to start a line for your skincare. I keep telling you this. Your skin is flawless. And I have been asking you, what do you do? <laughs> you, you know what? I just decided, I think when I, when I cut my hair in, 19, no, in 2001, I cut my hair to about an inch, right? And I've never put perm my hair again. But it took me a long time to get the rest of my skincare like to a natural place. And it's been my last two or three years here in Singapore where I've just said, you know what? I'm going to make my own body wash and make it as luxurious as I want. So girl, let me tell you, <laughs> if I get, if I, you laugh, but I, I, I make my own body wash and it usually has something with like coconut milk in it and honey. Oh. Look, it's almost like a, like a shake. Yeah, the Queen of Shiva is not going to be the only one looking good around this part, okay? Listen. Yes. When someone was out there doing uh-huh. the bowl, she's not going to be the only one bathing in milk, please. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> find a solution. So, a few months ago, Pinterest is my new best friend. I'm on Pinterest looking for oh things. Oh, my goodness. Me and I Pinterest am addicted to Pinterest, yes. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, the skin I have on now, all that glow, is shea butter mixed with cocoa butter and a few drops of carol oil and rose water oil. That's it. That's how I do. 
you know what? Like I said, all I want to see is a line that says babies. <laughs> and I would do this for you. Oh, okay. Okay, I see how you're already auditioning. I see. Yeah, just 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 send it my way and then I'll yeah, I will I will rock it because trust me, your skin is glowing. I'll be looking at some of your pictures and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like you zoom in and there's no flaw. Like I'm like, what is this? Who is this person? Like flawless. No blemish. That is that is unreal. I get whatever you do, you should like you should definitely bottle it. Bottle it. That's all I'm saying. Because so I know, I know, I will buy it. I oh, need that in my life. So yes, sweet. you're always so supportive. <laughs> Honestly, I, and I, I'm just learning about trying to stay healthy and live healthy. And my new, my new best thing is flaxseed or flaxseed gel, girl. Mm -hmm. Talk about that glow. But I can't give away all my secrets now. Oh. What are we gonna put in the line? What are we gonna put you in know, that what? line? I'm recording this. <laughs> I am recording it. <laughs> Send it to me. I'll fast forward to this to this to this part and like write it down. Flax the gel. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I had so much fun. Oh, and me too, AB. Oh my goodness, yes. Yes, we took too long to do this, and uh, we need to do it again. We need to do it again. Definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. All right, my love. All righty. Thanks to my babies. And well, you can come on here and see you sometime. Follow my little man for me. Will do. Welcome to Mama Talk Talks, A Different Take, a podcast where everyday people around the globe share a different take on everyday issues. I'm your host, Abi Mambo, and I'm pleased you're joining us today. Welcome.